Hey, winers, it's me, P. Welcome back to Adultish Wines, a sorta adultish podcast, a safe place to whine about all the things, no matter how big or small, we're whining about everything here. Family, friends, dating, mental health, trauma. Want to share your wines of the week? Send them into info at adultishwines.com or slide in the Insta DMs at adultishwines. New episode every Thirsty Thursday, and if you know what's good for you, go ahead and make sure you subscribe to wherever you're listening so you get notified of new episodes. Season's greetings, whiners! Happy Chris Mahana Kwanzaa! Is that what we say these days? Merry Christmas, happy holidays, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? I feel like we got a lot to catch up on. Actually, probably not. Life's pretty boring, eh? How was your Thanksgiving? Mine was amazing. I had two out of three of my sisters come in town, and we just had a Houston little Thanksgiving. And to be honest with you, sorry, sisters, but I did have to put into practice some of the things that I learned with Corey. A few different times I had to just breathe, stay in the moment, be fine. Um, And you know, nothing that they did. It's just three bitches in a one bedroom apartment. I think my place is like 760 square feet or something like that. And you know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm very organized. Some may say I have some OCD tendencies. And to those people, I tell them to fuck right off. But yes, I do like my things neat. I like my pillows chopped and fluffed. I like your things in the bathroom in a certain spot. If you sleep in my bed, you got to wash your face. Don't sit on the comforter either in your real clothes. Certainly don't put a suitcase on there. Nobody even tried that, thank God. You know what I mean? I'm kind of a, yeah. So I used to have roommates, as you all know, I've talked about. And when I moved to Houston, it was the first time I've ever lived on my own. And now I'm worried that I might not ever let somebody else in to my space permanently. Because again, nothing that my sisters did wrong. They were very respectful. However, they do both vape. That's a thing for me. But I just stayed calm. Again, very impressed. Very proud of myself. If you haven't listened to those two episodes with Corey, where we talk about just staying in the moment, not paying attention to to things that don't serve you. I suggest you do that before Christmas. We celebrated at my friends, I guess I can say family, um, my family's home, my Houston family's home. The food was delicious. Oh my God. I don't know, don't quite know how to describe it. Um, the sweet potato pie, the collard greens, the ham, the dressing. I literally can't wait for Thanksgiving next year. Christmas, I'm sure I'll get to be treated to some of that as well. I'm normally just tasked with bringing like the charcuterie board and that is no skin on my back. No skin on my back or no skin off my back. I think it's no skin off my back. We're learning together, guys. Happy to do that. Happy to bring a huge charcuterie if I could just get some of that sweet potato pie. Thank you so much. Thank you next. The only thing I regret is don't save something you do. Like if you go on a trip and you there's this like restaurant that you really want to go to or there's this place that you want to take someone when they come in town, don't save it to the last second because it's probably not going to work out. Like, don't save that for the last thing right before they fly home, you know? I really wanted to take them to this place called The Pit Room. Good barbecue. It comes out on a silver tray. It's just a plethora of fucking meat, and it's delicious. Anyway, everyone was just, like, exhausted and tired and had headaches by the time we, like, the last day was here. So we didn't get to do that. We just got some of the regular Papa's barbecue, which is still very good. 
Um, but I just wanted to get, you know, I wanted them to have that experience and they didn't have it. So next time, first stop, the most important thing, check mark. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about all the toys and all the lube that you may need. <laughs> this should be review for y'all, but if you don't know, now you know, yo. Okay, go to adamandeve.com, write meow, and fill up your shopping cart with whatever you want and enter code adultish at checkout. You're going to get 50% off of almost any one item, 10 free gifts, including something for him and for her, six movies and free shipping, which is the kicker for me. Not going to lie, Adam and Eve always has great promotions, but not all have the free shipping. And aren't we all just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents? I personally use this deal and I got to say 10 out of 10 recommend. So go to adamandeve.com and use code adultish, A-D-U-L-T-I-S-H to get yourself this spanking deal. See what I did there? <laughs> Thank me later, whiners. How about the fact that your girl went skydiving? How about that? I had the best time. If any of you guys have gone, I'm sure you can relate. I've heard that some people who have gone never wanted to go again. They were like, great, got that checked off my list. Great, great, great. I, on the other hand, was like, that was phenomenal. I'm going to go again. So it's quite a long experience, especially with like any abnormal weather conditions. Like it was a little windy on the day that my sister and I went. So, um, you know, they had to like send up some like people by themselves to jump to test it out, which like, good luck guys. You guys are the guinea pigs. I don't know. It makes me a little nervous for them, but Hey, they signed up for it. Not me. I wasn't nervous at all. I thought I was going to get up in the plane and start shitting my pants and almost be on the verge of like, no, 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 never mind. I can't do this. Like I went to a water park maybe a year or so ago with a couple of my friends in Austin. And it's like a family-friendly water park, but there's this really big slide and this like so tall and the slide has no top. So it's kind of just like a flat, very, very perpendicular to the ground slide. Like it just kind of feels like you could like literally like one gust of wind, you could be off the slide at any moment. And I was freaking out. Like I had to pump and pet myself up to sit down that slide and like go. So maybe that's why, because I was pretty much connected to another human while I was like gearing up. He was, you know, putting all the equipment on me, explaining things to me, gets me in the plane. And he's just like super funny. Like, obviously I would imagine that that's part of their job. They have to make people feel comfortable as well. But I got a great guy, shout out Johnny from Skydive Spaceland. Um, and it was amazing. So I wanted to make sure I, I pulled the shoe. I don't know why. It just sounded like something I wanted to make sure I did. And they tell you like, hey, if you can't do any of this, no problem. We got you, boo. But I wanted to do it. And then the videographer, which I paid for, said, hey, make sure you keep your head up. Nothing about the skydiving purposes. But I, if you want good video, I got to be able to see your face. So definitely made sure I did that. But yeah, I just jumped right out of a plane down to the ground for about a minute you're free falling and there's just this like tiny little like do you call it a parachute i'm not sure um tiny little thing but you are like plummeting to your death for about a minute which was <laughs> oh my god it just like kind of went back there in my head it was insanity then i pulled the parachute and for about five minutes you're just coasting through and um i of course no surprise uh started crying not like hysterically but i was just like wow, this is amazing. Can't believe I did that. Can't believe my sister did that. We are amazing humans. 
And then they tell you, you know, to keep your feet up when you land because of the weather. There could be like a couple different types of landing, blah, blah, blah. But guess what, bitches? And my friend reminded me of this. And the way that she said it, like, just really encapsulates how I – is encapsulate the right word? Am I okay? Encapsulates in – I think it's encapsulated. So she watched the video and she goes, don't ever forget that you landed on two fucking feet. And I mean, when she wrote that comment on the video, I mean, I cry about the video all the time. It brings me right back to the experience. But that kind of brings me back to that feeling that I had when I, first of all, when I jumped. Second of all, as I'm just like gliding through the sky, kind of like operating the steer, the little handles that he gave me. Then when I was about to land, I'm like, you got this, P, like land on your two feet. And when she said, like, don't ever forget, oh, I could get emotional just thinking about when she said, don't ever forget that you landed on your on your two fucking feet. I'm like, oh, my God. I think that that was like all the emotions for me. Obviously, I don't care if I land on my stomach, on my ass, on my feet, one foot, whatever. Like, obviously, you know, safe landing. But I've just been through quite a fucking lot in my life. And this was the most freeing experience. I felt fully capable. I felt like a boss bitch. I didn't even second guess myself for one second. I just jumped out of a plane, really barely even nervous, which is honestly so bizarre to me. And I just had this overwhelming feeling of I can do anything. Like no matter what I've been through so far, ain't got shit on me. Look at what the fuck I just did. I just jumped out of a plane. What? I still sometimes am bewildered and and fascinated with myself by my decision. But yeah. So if you ever have a fleeting thought that you might want to do it and people have told you it's the best feeling they've ever felt, I'm telling you it is. And you should do it. And then some people are like, well, I'm scared of heights and planes. I'm like, "Mm, maybe this isn't for you. (laughs) I don't really mind heights too much. And I love flying. So no issue for me there. So yeah, highly recommend. I, in fact, loved it so much that I booked a ticket to go because um, like on the day that you go, you get a discount to buy your, you know, your second jump or whatever. So I bought that ticket and then I posted on my Instagram and a new friend I made was like, hey, I want to go with you. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. I already bought my ticket. Let's go. I'm down. So we went the following weekend and I was so excited for her because I just had this feeling and I was just like, oh my God, we got to go again. This is amazing. And because it was my second jump, I had the same um instructor the same tandem guy and so he was showing me I could do more he was giving me more things to do I was so pumped it was quite cloudy that day we get up in the sky after waiting a very long time and we get up and the pilot's like it's not safe we got to go back down so what a feeling to gear up your adrenaline's pumping I mean especially for Kiana who had never been before adrenaline pumping and then it's like just kidding we're going back down so (laughs) that was awkward um also the guy who strapped to my back johnny is like um i'm actually really nervous right now as we're descending and i was like care to explain why you're nervous don't fucking freak me out he's like i i don't like landing in planes if you think about it as a skydiver we jump out of the plane we're in charge of our own self out here in the sky we we barely ever come back down in a plane i hate this i'm really nervous I was like, do you want to hold my hand? Like, what can I do for you? You know? Anywho, he landed safely, no problem. Um, 
So kind of got like a free little airplane ride out of it. Not too shabby. So we're going to go back, which of course I'm pumped for. So her husband, who is my personal trainer, is to loop all these things together. And I'm even wearing their shirt right now, Journey Fit. It's obviously getting very serious. So Journey Fit's the gym that I've been going to. My trainer's name is Jared. His wife's name is Kiana. Lovely humans. Been hanging out with them for a little bit. So she's the girl that I went skydiving with. Well, Jared met us because he thought that his wife was just going to have jumped out of a plane. She didn't sidetrack. Um, so anyway, we all went to get lunch afterwards, lunch and drinks. This is an important story because it's part of my fucking wine here. I've bitched so much about service. Like, I grew up in the service industry. I started serving tables when I was 14 in Washington, then moved down to California and was serving and doing takeout and hosting at 15 and a half. And to top it off, I can read a room like no other. So when I was a server, I would be at a table and I would feel somebody else at another table looking at me. Like, I would know that, like, oh, they're in need of something. Or I would see a new table get seated. So Kiana and I are parking my car. Jared already goes into the restaurant. So he's at the restaurant, I don't know, five-ish minutes before we get in there. No greet. We get in there. Maybe five minutes later, some uh, someone brings us waters. Says nothing, just brings us waters. Ten minutes later, we're all just starting to like, kind of look at each other like, we're hungry, we're thirsty. Like, Jared's got some place to be, so he's kind of like, he's got to order like, you know, ten minutes ago. What the fuck's going on? You guys, we sat there. I I. Don't want to misquote. I'm going to say for 25 minutes, which I don't even know why we sat there for that long. We sat there for 25 minutes. And in the meantime, we asked three different people who our server was, if we could possibly get help, if somebody could get us drinks or food started. Uh, And everyone just really looked like we were like absolutely wild for asking that question. Like, oh, yeah, that's your server. Uh, He's at the computer right now. He'll be here soon. Never came. Asked the host. Oh, yeah, the guy that was over here, that's your server. I'm sure he'll be right over. Never came. What? We were just all bewildered. We left, by the way. Obviously, we were like, we got to go. We got to get the fuck out of here. I was actually really bummed because their menu looked amazing. And it's like, I'm not sure that I would go give it another go or not because it was that bad. But the food looks so good. So, like, I might maybe on like a less busy day. I don't know. But it was pretty wild. And I just, what is wrong with the world these days? Like, did we just lose touch completely with the service industry? What is it because of? What's happening? Like, I know I've always bitched about the service here in Houston is not that great as well. But this was on another level. And it's just like, as a server, as a bartender, I just am like, in my, I'm like, and I don't want to make a big deal in front of Jared and Kiana, but I'm like, this is really bad. And then when they were like, this is really bad, I was like, okay, good. This is wretched. Would you guys leave a review? <laughs> like, would you guys have talked to a manager if it's that bad? What goes on? How do we make that better? Like, you want to give constructive criticism, but it's not being asked for. It's like really not our business because... It's not our restaurant and we could just leave. You know what I mean? Like, do we take that extra step and like, do you leave a review? I don't know. But I just had to tell you guys about that because I saw my trainer this morning and we were both just like, hey, remember when we went to that restaurant and literally didn't get talked to for 30 minutes? It was wild. So I don't know. We may give it another go. But if you're a server out there or you're an adult and you got kids who are serving, like, 
give a little pep talk. Pay attention. If you're busy, just stop by and say, hey, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm a little behind, but I'll be right with you. Hey, I'm so busy. I can't like, let me just get your drinks and I'll come back and introduce myself. But let me get your drinks in because we're really behind as a restaurant right now. Want to get those drinks in because it's going to be kind of a wait. Something like that. Also, guys, the word on the street is it's cuffing season. I am not cuffed. I do not have a boyfriend. And why is the winter months the months where people try to get cuffed? Because for me, I'm like opposite. Don't have time. I have holiday parties to go to. I have people that I know and like that I want to hang out with, not people that I want to try and get to know. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's a personal problem. Maybe it's why I'm still single. But you can't be telling me that they want to be my awkward plus one at holiday parties. So I'm submitting a request to the masses that we change cuffing season to like the uh, February to May time frame. That feels a little bit better. Everyone's on their workout grind. Everyone wants to go out and be social. It's spring. What do you guys think? Quick question, winers. Do you like wine? Do you like convenience? I thought so. If you haven't tried Just Enough Wines yet, you're doing it wrong, sweetie. <laughs> Seriously, I'm telling you, I tried Can Wine before and was just kind of meh about it. Like it was just convenient. It happened to be at a beach party and it was there. And I was like, all right, fine. It's fine. It's drinkable for sure. But I actually really genuinely like this wine. I personally love the Rosé Bubbles and the Pinot Noir. Um, the cans are so cute and sexy, not like a clunky beer can. I love the way that it looks on my bar cart. Also, it comes in this really aesthetically pleasing six pack if you wanted to send it for like a housewarming gift or a bridal shower gift. I think it's super cute that way. You can throw it in your bag and don't even worry about remembering a wine key, which is amazing because mine always gets stolen at TSA. That's relatable. I know it. Seriously, try it. You will not regret it. I promise. Go to justenoughwines.com and use code ADULTISH15 to get money off your first order. A-D-U-L-T-I-S-H-15. When my sister was on her way here, one of them made their flight. One of them did not. Sorry, Meg. Blah, blah, blah. She did a phone update. She misses her alarm. She's pissed, of course, which I get. She's supposed to fly here with my other sister. They're on the same flight. This now means I have to go to the airport twice. She's losing a whole day. I totally get it. But this reminded me, I've been seeing some things recently going around the interweb of toxic positivity. And this reminded me of that situation. And it's like, I wanted to bring that up because I thought that I was, I thought that I really used to be a toxic positive person. Um, like I would say things like, okay, life's not that bad. Like things could be worse. Get over it. Like got to get up and get out there again. You got to get back on the horse. You know what I mean? But I, I realized a while ago that those things are in, are and can be taken rudely and it can be quite dismissive. But so when my sister was calling me and talking to me on the phone and she's like really upset and she's, you know, panicked and I'm like, okay, okay. It's like, calm down, calm down. And she's like, I appreciate your positive attitude, but it's really not helping me right now. And it's like, okay, you're right. I, I understand that. So I thought that that would be a good thing to bring up for people, especially going into the holiday season while we're in it now. But for people that feel you don't know what somebody's going through. And so maybe one thing just like triggers them a little bit more than you think it would. Or, you know, by saying like you have a really good life, like you shouldn't be so sad or you shouldn't be depressed or you shouldn't have anxiety because you're, you know, your life is so great or you have all the money in the world or you have the best kids. Why are you acting like that? Well, 
that's pretty dismissive. And this is a reminder for myself as well as others. So I thought we would go over a few examples together. So instead of saying to someone, you'll get over it, you can say, this is hard. You've done hard things before. I believe in you. How can I help? Another example of toxic positivity from the interweb is stopping so negative. And I can definitely tell you that I've said that to like my friends about dating. I've been like, oh my God, stop being so negative. You're so miserable on the dating apps. Like get over it. That's fucking rude. So something else to possibly say is totally get like, it's pretty normal to have negative feelings in this situation or totally get you, you having negative feelings about it. You know, when people say like, you should smile more. Oh, I used to get that all the time as um, a server bartender. So fucking annoying. Now, like if someone's not smiling, one, why is it your business to tell them? But two, like maybe just say like, hey, how are you feeling? Everything okay? Maybe there's a reason why they're not smiling. If you're saying to someone like, just be happy, just be grateful. You could say, it's never fun to feel like that. Is there something we can do today that would turn your day around? Is there something that I can do to help? That's probably something super small. And you guys might be like, uh, no, I already don't do that because I'm not an asshole, but you are Paige. And I'm like, okay, sorry. Well, here I am just learning. Um, but I thought that in case anyone, especially with the holidays, we could just have a reminder that life ain't fucking easy. It's okay to have hard times. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to miss your loved one. It's okay to not be fucking jazzed about everything. Um, also though, I do think that this can lead to toxic body positivity. I'll give you an example. I am very much so like, I'll just like, shake my arm fat at you, talk to you about my double chin. Like, I don't know, maybe that's coming from some insecurity, but like, I, I love my body and I'm like, yeah, I totally wish this wasn't here, but like, it's not a secret. It's here. And I'm waving my arm at you. But just because I'm happy to show my natural body and happy to, um, like focus in on those types of things, like maybe on my Instagram or my social media or even in person, doesn't mean that everybody else has to. And just because I'm okay and comfortable with my flabby body or my triple chins and all that stuff or okay with, you know, highlighting those things doesn't mean I need to convince somebody else that they should be as well. And I've certainly been guilty of that. Like I've had friends who filter their faces and their bodies and I'm very much like I've been very outspoken about that. But to be honest with you, that's none of my goddamn business unless there has been times where I'm standing by someone in the picture and they filter me and I'm looking all warped and weird, then it's my business. But you want to filter your body, you want to get rid of that zit, you want to whiten your teeth and your whites of the eyes, that's your prerogative. Good for her, not for me. You know what I mean? So that's my two cents on that. I'm going to try to be better at both of those things. Toxic positivity and toxic body positivity. With that said, and it kind of goes into the serving the restaurant shit that I was talking about. People have forgotten how to live since COVID, how to be social, how to be a normal functioning human out in the world for God's sakes. And someone was talking about how they went to a movie and there were people, multiple different groups of people in this movie theater talking throughout the movie. So this is my wine of the week. So how do we fix that, guys? Like, how do we get people back on track back knowing and understanding social cues. Uh, is it just the, like, is it just the time that we're in? Is there no hope? We need hope. We need some help. 
We need hope and help. Tell a friend. If somebody's talking in the movie, I will be that bitch. Probably going to do the the gentle look back. Then I'm going to get more aggressive and my neck's going to start to hurt a little bit. Then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to give you the really loud shh. And then I'm going to throw popcorn in your fucking face. Okay? Watch the movie at home if you want to talk. That's it. End of story. So I hope if you leave me with anything today, you're going to go be nice to yourself. No toxic positivity for yourself. No toxic positivity for others. You're going to book a trip to go skydiving. You're going to tell a stranger in the movies to please stop fucking talking because they're being fucking rude. And um, wait on getting the boyfriend until like February-ish because we just don't have time for that. And wait on getting a significant other until after the holidays. Let's make cuffing season February to May. All in favor, drink your wine. Love you guys. And... I missed you and I'll see you next week. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Bye.